Now entering Nerdist.com. Jackie Cash and Laurie Kilmartin. Jackie Cash and Laurie Kilmartin. It's the Jackie and Laurie Show. The Jackie and Laurie Show. It's the Jackie and Laurie Show. The Jackie and Laurie Show. Right on. It's the Jackie and Laurie Show. Howdy. Howdy. It's the Laurie and Jackie Show. The Jackie and Laurie Show. I'm Jackie so Cash. Nice. I'm Laurie Kilmartin. Here we are again. This We're still a, doing comedy. Yeah, this is the first one we've taped that's going the next day. We're, right. We've been a week behind. Yeah. So this is on, real time almost. Yeah. yeah. On topical stuff. Joe Wagner just said to me, he's a fan. <laughs> I just saw Joe Wagner at the, cool. at, the, at the LA Riot Fest, LA Comedy Festival thing. Yeah. And it was, I saw so many comics and a bunch of comics and just normal LA comics just sitting around talking like yeah. normal usually. But for some reason... You know when you're just kind of sitting around and talking with comics, it's fine. This was talking with intent. It was like weird riffing that wasn't Ugh. it wasn't fun. They're it trying was, to be funny. Yeah, it's it awful. That's it, that it was, sometimes that's it was like, irritating. That is very festivaly though. Right, everyone's was, on high performance level. Right. They're at DefCon. Right, hi. Who's, I must be comedy all day long. Who's here? Yeah, is someone looking at you? Are you? Is there work? Possibly work. Somewhere? Is that person I don't recognize? Your manager? Could I impress them? <laughs> right, right. Is there casting? What's happening? <laughs> is someone going to sign something? You have you have sexy cold voice. Oh, I've I've got uh, I'm getting over it, but it's been an it's been an I was I did a benefit in Seattle that I just flew back from today. Yeah. And um, who was Joe, the benefit for? Well, remember Kermit Appeal? Yes. So his oh, yeah. his kids um you know how public schools don't pay for themselves anymore. Right. And so it was a benefit for his kids public school. That's nice. Yeah. And so um yeah, he flew me. I mean, I I made a little bit of money and yeah. they flew me up and it was fine, but yeah. it wasn't a, a great You made public school money, not private school back. Exactly. Money, right? That's yeah. it. And but I had just come from uh you won't be interested, but I'll but I'll be telling you that I just came from Harry Potter World. <laughs> oh, uh, you know, I almost was like, How dare you tell me I wouldn't be Oh <laughs> You're you correct. hit it on the head, sister. <laughs> <And> I don't <laughs> give a fuck. Bullseye. <laughs> yeah, it was amazing. It was amazing. Harry Potter World, Orlando, Florida. Anyway, and then I went and I did comedy. Okay. And comedy was fun. But comedy always hilarious. But wait, did you go to Florida? just to do Harry Potter? Yes, it's a vacation, Laurie Kilmartin. You remember. I don't approve. <laughs> All vacations must be tied to gigs. Oh, I know. But remember... You couldn't, you, you couldn't get something in Orlando once you booked it? I was told this is, this is wise stand-up comedy uh, Old Road Dog. I forget the guy's name, but Old Road Dog told me, because I was when, we went, when I got married, yeah. we are going to Italy for our honeymoon. We saved up two years. We're going to Italy. We go to Italy. And I was like, wow. you know, if I could pick up a set or two, we could write this all off. And old road dog says to me, oh yeah, that was a point of contention in my divorce. <laughs> that uh, I did a gig on our Fucking honeymoon. Husbands, and I was like, point taken. Point taken. <laughs> Remember when you... They don't get it. You well, know? but sometimes you just go with a family member. You go with a loved one and you don't write it off. You call it a holiday. You, no, I don't. Didn't you I, do I don't, that? You know why? I guess his name is Old Road Dog. You don't know his name. That's why, because he he doesn't do spots on vacation. All right. Well, Closers do spots on vacation. I'll take the I'll take the steak knives. I'll when take I was, the steak knives. I took my kid to Ireland to yeah. deposit my dad's ashes yes. all over the island, uh, blackening a crop of potatoes for the next five years to come. <laughs> But uh, I walked by a gig in Dublin that does it, it, like a thing at bar that does. Did comedy, you pick so. up a set? Fuck yeah! And my kid had to Dude. wait downstairs on the, in the streets of we Dublin. We talked about this before in. you went. I told you the story. It was awesome. And now you can write it off. Yeah. You are correct. You are cor- <laughs> I mean, the thing is, I am jealous. But the thing is, I think I can write off the Harry Potter thing just because of the dork forest. I think you can too. Because of I'm a dork, and it's it's. Oh yeah, and I and the name of my my album. Hey. Hey, everybody, I have an album out, and it's called This Will Make an Excellent Horcrux. See the seamless uh, <laughs> commercial into that damn thing? Wow. You you are an old road dog. Look That's at you it. just Look at selling me. merch That's, I will in work the middle it. of your I will. set. You don't even wait till the end. <laughs> Usually it's like, tip your weight staff, oh, I have an album. Oh, you and by the way, at Jackie K- No. Anyway, <laughs> no, so, come no. on. Come on. It's So, yeah, so that's that's what I did. But, okay, so I have a cold. Oh, wait, hold on. Okay, so I did this dumb thing where uh, Bridget Fetasy or Fetasi. Okay. Do you know? I know. She's a very funny comic whose last name I don't know how to pronounce. Fair enough. But uh, I've given her two excellent options. So she... <laughs> 
Go with so us. she goes, hey, you want to do this, write this thing? And and uh, it was for, it's for playboy.com. And, okay. And uh, it pays. So I said, yeah. yes. And then it, it uh, it's a it's a parody of a Trump speech, which is like there's no, uh, it's impossible to write something he wouldn't say. Right? It's fucking. I bet it's due tomorrow. Oh my uh, god! I've, been, I've I've really backed myself into a horrible corner. Right? It's right. appalling. So uh, that's been traumatizing me all weekend. It's one of the like I paid uh to to put it off. Yeah. Um cleaned i put socks together uh and uh i paid like like four parking tickets that go back to <laughs> october and they're they're triple and quadruple in price oh my god but they would be even if i hadn't taken this, this you've already made assignment, money you've already made money i know it. i would have had my car taken away from me there you go see so, so that's yeah. you're building character yeah yeah i don't know how you're gonna write something that trump wouldn't say because the guy's a disaster i know the guy's a nightmare of humanity what, but here's my question. Okay. When you're doing the road. Right. And you are the headliner. Yeah. You're the one, man. Right. But you got a cold. Oh, shit. Do you do the set or do you call in sick? Have you ever called in sick? I've never in called in sick. I've never called in sick. And I look back at it and I should have once. Because I literally, my voice was three times as bad as this. I was croaking out. Yeah. Punch lines. And I had the single tear like the Native American in the commercial in sure. the 70s. Mm-hmm. And um, so... Guess what? Somebody else could have taken that spot and the audience would not have been like, no, I think that was funny. What was she saying? Listen, if you're the MC and you're going to fuck up the mic, yeah. cancel. But if you're the headliner, you can... And you, you can know, somehow chunk you your way that, through your it? your mouth all over that mic. Oh, I, and they, I did. They have Monday to clean the mic. The right? next show starts on Tuesday. And you know clubs clean the mic every week, right? They oh, take a... yeah. It's just like bowling <laughs> shoes. No, nobody's cleaning the mic. <laughs> nobody's spraying down. Your germs will die after a day. <laughs> uh, I'm not worried about the germs. I'm worried about people hearing the jokes if I have laryngitis because I... Because I have scratchy throat syndrome. Ah, fuck them. They're right, there. right. They'll like you. I got jokes to tell. Don't don't prorate me. I gotta I gotta, <laughs> I gotta get paid for this gig. Never called in sick. Never called in sick. Me neither. Me uh, neither. Never called in vacation either. But I don't want to bring that back up. Oh, already, already. <laughs> but when you went to Ireland, you had every intention of not doing any sets. I yes. remember this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you're like, wow, pick up. A, I'm a walking. Free set. I turn left off to Grafton Street, and there's a comedy club. What can I do? <laughs> right. What are you made of stone? You're not made of stone. <laughs> I'm not. Exactly. Exactly. You got to do it. What are you going to do? So you sent me this article. When I quit cutting my hair, I learned how men treat women on American roads. Oh my roads. God. That was, a, that was crazy. Hilarious. It's this this motorcycle rider. Motorcycler? Roadandtrack.com. Okay. Car culture. So this guy... Um, is a motorcycle He guy. let his hair grow long. So yeah. he looks like a woman from the back, apparently. Right. Even and- though he's 6'4". And from the front has a beard. He looks like a heavy, large woman. Yes. On a giant bike. Yeah. And so whenever he cuts people off or does anything, uh, now he's noticed people will, men will drive up to him and be like, fuck. And then they stop. No, no. They stop because they realize, oh, that's a dude. That's a giant dude. But when they think it's a woman. They just say the worst stuff in the world. Yeah. It was a great article where you're like, and and his helmet kind of has flowers on it. Yeah, it's got unicorns or whatever. (laughs) His girlfriend was like, well, you could buy a different helmet and he said no it's kind of giving me a kind of a view into what it's like yeah yeah he said I'd, cool. I'd, he said and and i liked how he ended the article he said you know some people say that I, I could just get a different helmet and it wouldn't matter but i thought well maybe i'm making these guys actually realize how they are treating these women and and yeah. all i could think was nah <laughs> i doubt it no revelation i doubt it coming on the i don't freeway. i don't think that there's a huge lot of do you you must wonder what your career would have been like had you been the same exact person but a dude jack cation jack you know cation I mean? if my brother ross had done stand up um, no 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 if you just okay. you you know what i mean like just me but like, if i had been a man every time you get you get for you are turned left had you had the opportunity to turn right or something and it's it's impossible to right. figure out cuz you don't there's so many x factors you don't know why things happen the way they do right. even though it looks over and over again <laughs> like, like, well, it does seem sometimes yeah. that decisions are being made yeah. because i have a vagina yeah but i yeah i don't yeah i've never you, we were talking about this last episode about how we spent 30 years you know so i've spent the last odd 30, 30 odd years or whatever 25 odd years Pretending I wasn't a woman on right. stage, right, and right, so, right. So to try to extrapolate that, what it would have been like if I would have been a guy? Um, I do know 
Well, I do you know many do you know many comics? What what I have noticed about this is a very big generalization is that mm-hmm. women comics don't get moved up as fast. You get work initially faster, right? As a woman comic, but you don't get moved up as quick. Yeah, you get the one hundred and twenty five dollar uh, MC weeks. Yeah, and, oh, and then you can get sister. moved up to fe- yeah, plenty <laughs> of them, fifty a year. Oh, feel free to yeah live with your parents forever. <laughs> and uh, but the and you can get moved up to feature pretty quick. Yeah, but you can't. You know the. That last jump. I could not break out a feature. That's why I moved to New York. I was so fucking tired. And I'm like, I'm as good as these guys that are following me. And I can't, I can't break past it. Yeah. I just can't. Yeah. And it was driving me nuts. And I I was working the South and all these rooms where I'm just like, screw this. There's no way out of this, you know? And there, there was a cu- there's always a couple magical unicorn female comics that were oh right you know elevated, but everyone else you know whoever everyone else there's like eight others right right there were nine like, of us oh. and <laughs> you know we're you, you just you can't yeah, you keep look doing back in your early nineties yeah. yeah you look back at the late eighties and the early nineties and you're just like. Okay, well, you know, I, I can get as many feature weeks as I want. In 1993, yeah, right. I could get as many feature, and I was like, that's why I still had a day job. Yeah, and it was and it was fine. And then I did, you know, Minneapolis is pretty good for moving people up. Yeah. and I remember, I remember how happy the club owners it was not Lewis, but a different other club owners were just so proud of themselves when they started headlining me. Just <laughs> proud of themselves. Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I was like. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be fine. But I remember one of the first weeks I headlined at uh, Knuckleheads at the Mall of America. Yeah. It was, I've probably told the story a hundred times. And I'm telling you, I haven't it heard it, but that it, was the worst room. Horrible. Oh, People coming ceilings. in with shopping bags. Like, yeah. you were the last thing they were doing. That, they you just were the needed last to sit store down. at the mall. Yes. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, just like mounds of shopping bags and toys uh-huh. and stuff. And now you're. And now I'm going to have an umbrella drink and sit down, and hopefully this person will be funny. And you're like, Hopefully this that's yeah, the attitude they, that they, I've been looking no for. No comedy fan. No no human I want to know goes to the Mall of America. But oh a God. comedy fan for sure doesn't for see sure comedy there. For sure is not seeking. Yeah, so it was um and the show was it was the you know Minneapolis has so many great comics and in 1994 it was Isaac Witty emceeing. Wow. Chad Daniels featuring. Wow. And then me. Wow. It's my first headline week at the wow. Mall of America. So I got on stage and I was like, we're just going to try to keep it up here, folks. I'm not going to, there's not going to be a huge spike in stand up comedy. We're just going to, you're just going to continue to enjoy yourself, hopefully. Yeah. And so it came to pass, you know, because right. quite honestly, I had been doing it as longer, longer than both of those guys, but yeah. they had both been moved up to headliner before me. Yeah. And, well, um, yeah, I, I could come up with a thousand examples of that. Yeah. And they're both genuinely yeah, hilarious. Nothing on them. At nothing, all. Th- yeah. It's just, you can't. It's just the way it was, they, or the way it is. Or women are perfect features for men, for male headliners. They really set we're, up the room. And we're you easy just, to follow. That's it. And then you just knock it out of the park, gentlemen. Yeah. You do it. You know. You don't want to. You don't want to. <laughs> you don't want to take that away from a male headliner. <laughs> A woman that's easy to follow. Oh my god! I, and the thing is, even when you kill, it's like, oh, that's cute. It's a right. cute kill. But I don't know any women who. You remember? You'd meet those guys who'd be like, "I'm going to blow the headliner away. Yeah, this is the way I'm going to move up. He can't. He can't follow this shit, man." Yeah. And then we just, rawr, it would get super aggro. I didn't know any women who were like that. I I wasn't like that. I tried to kill as hard as I could, but within yep. my own, you know, my own boundaries I, the right. people that are like i'm gonna fucking wreck you they're like doing 45 minute if right. they were trying to wreck. crowd work and yeah. All. yeah 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 i was never like that i yeah. was trying to murder so that i would get a pluses on the comment cards exactly and aubrey pippin <laughs> at comedy house theater would move me up right and you're like oh my god i'm gonna get a gold star and yeah. they're gonna know that i'm worth it right. and you're like Except for that, those guys who would go up and do forty-five minutes in crowd work, and somebody couldn't follow them, they did get. They moved got up. rewarded. Totally. Yeah, they totally got rewarded, and it was just—it really irritated me because I remember when I when I got moved up, and then I would still feature because it was Minneapolis and I lived there, right? Yeah. I remember thinking to myself, okay, this kind of headliner, real smart, so I'm going to lean my feature stuff towards all my smart stuff yeah. so that they're thinking by the time he gets up. Or he's filthy, I'm going to do all my dirty stuff so that they're thinking dirty by the time he gets up. So I genuinely did think, I'm like, oh, what a good sport Jackie Cation is. And it's I think, good sport, idiot. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, the good sport feature. Oh, Christ on a cracker, Cation. And, and it, it oh. had to slow me down at least two or three years. To- oh. 
Yeah. <laughs> if not decades, uh, decades. Decades. <laughs> decades. Damn. I know. And uh but there were I feel you know, sick right now. <laughs> I need a second. Regroup. Oh my god. Regroup. Yeah, that's why <sighs> that's why I moved to New York, which ended up being completely life-changing and so the I thing thought- I was supposed to do was I couldn't see a way out of it and I I moved to New York and I was like, I don't, I got a day job. The first day, day job I'd had in like nine years. Didn't you do like IT or coding or something? Co- yeah. I mean, Computer it's stuff. HTML coding okay. and uh, a little JavaScript and some CSS for you coders. <laughs> you know, you know my skills. Sure, sure. Man. Um, but um, I could make a table for any browser and I don't want to brag, but I <laughs> honestly could stretch out next Netscape and my fucking tables would stretch out with, is, is anyone here? So, no, I think we're um, all done. <laughs> but you know the what? The dark forest is left. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about coding. The, the, they, that paid $25 an hour Dude. in New York in 99, which oh my is gosh. nuts. That is that's you know? great. That was like the first tech boom. And uh, I sometimes wonder, had I stayed in tech, would I... Would have it, owned Microsoft? Yeah, or, or a share of anything. <laughs> right. You might yeah. have. You, but you know, I'm. I, you still I, wouldn't be on Silicon Valley, though. They don't have any women. I'm so sorry. Oh, they do. They have no, Alice. That's Wetterneck, right. They right? Do. They have yes. one woman. Yes, it's great. Um, <laughs> she's great. Yeah, and she is great. And there's no reason. I mean, the thing is, is, is there's no reason for Silicon Valley to have any women on the show because Silicon there Valley doesn't have any women. It on have the show. any women in the valley? Yes, there's yeah. very few women on the valley. Right. And those that they do have are, are getting everyone coffee. Yeah, <laughs> even though they can make a hell of a spreadsheet. Yeah, and uh, so. um, so uh, so yeah, I, I got. I just did that as a day job, and then I just was doing spots at night. And I was like, I don't care. I just can't. I just can't go back out again. Right. And, so you uh, just moved, that, moved that, to New York to do spots. I almost like and just, rebooted. Okay. You know, like I'm going to be a New York comic. I'm just going to do spots just here and see yourself. what happens. You know, and I I did very little road work. Okay. Um, because it was so shitty and it paid so poorly. It right. wasn't. And I have a different. And that changed I think, everything. I thought it was going to be like if I tried to move to New York. In 89. Made me hate that Sinatra song, man. <laughs> anyway, but I tried to move there and do stand-up. And, but I just started doing stand-up. Oh, yeah. You're only like So I was super new. Yeah. yeah. And so I wasn't very good. It was all bringers. Yeah. And uh, I worked in the World Trade Center. It was the dumbest. I had worked at an insurance company called Chubb Life. Oh, and, my God. I yeah. remember that. Oh, my God. And by the way. <laughs> I, uh, horrifying name. You know how I quit that job? I what? told them my mother died. <laughs> I was so gutless. <laughs> I was like, my mother has cancer. I got to go back to Wisconsin. And my boss didn't even believe me. But he you, said, but yeah, you could have just quit like a person. Yeah, yeah, as an adult. I could have just said, hey, I don't want to work here anymore. You don't have to raise the stakes. <laughs> if you want to come back to Chubb Life, you, you got to kill your mother. But right. you're leaving forever. You can let that lady live. Right. I could have let her live. I killed my dad, mom. I didn't. I made sure in my mythical imaginary world that I killed the person like, who had you, already You dead. turned it all the way up to 10. You could have done two. Oh, I I didn't have to turn it on at all. <laughs> I could have just walked. <laughs> you could have been, your name is Chubbler. <laughs> right. Adios. That's the dumbest name ever. Yeah. And you're all going to die on September 11th. Right. <laughs> I'm you made out. Kyle lied. laugh. That, that's the first Kyle laugh. That motherfucker is stone cold hard to make laugh. That Kyle? You gotta, oh, yeah. You got to go 9-11 to get any noise out of him. He has been he has been smiling and nodding for at least 15 minutes, though, so it's all good. <laughs> I'm not a, I'm a smile and nod comic Yeah, that's not now. what you're looking for. But I thought I, I think always I mean, thought that, that moving... makes us humorous, doesn't it? <laughs> Humorists. Mm. Uh, I never – I always thought if you moved to New York, it'd be like a road boom because all those places are squashed together so close. What do you mean road boom? I thought you'd get all kinds of like road work. You know, you could do seven sets a night. You'd make oh. 1200 bucks a week and it just oh, no, 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 stand no. up. Because you're you're from Wisconsin. Yeah. You are not going to get work in Boston. Ever. <laughs> no. Damn. Never. Never. Why? I mean, maybe now there's some some kind of alternative scene. But back <laughs> then it was yeah. like your name had to be Sweeney. And <laughs> it was like... <laughs> I re- it was just could I have Boston gone, guys. Could I have taken my my mother's maiden name Anne Ryan and just gone with yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah still, would have I would have had out, to put but... an O in front of it. <laughs> oh yeah, she was actually royalty or whatever. The but fuck also, means. you didn't want to leave New York. You know, it feel once you once you start working clubs, it's the center of the world and it's the center of comedy. That's what it feels like. You yeah, know? that's why I love to go back. I just feel like I'm. 
you know, I'm still still part of it. I do love I love doing sets in New York just because there's more hanging out because there's always going to be another train. Yeah. In L.A., yeah, you yeah. can just get into your car. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you're like, well, I guess I'm leaving. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but if you look at a train schedule, you're like, oh, there's one in 12 minutes. Look there's at one a train schedule. What? 40. What? <laughs> what? I, I had an app. Were you staying? I had an app. That, for the subway? Yeah. Well, the, the last time I was there? Yeah. Wow. It's, I have, I have hop, hop it's advanced beyond. Hop stop. Okay. Don't you have hop stop? I don't use that for the subway. Oh, okay. You just go to the train station and lurk? It, it should say, you're <laughs> fucked every time you... <laughs> oh, right. Where's the A train? Oh, you're fucked. <laughs> oh, it's not running How, now. Uh, yeah. It's not running. Yeah. Not today. And uh... It's got it. <laughs> but yeah, New York was uh, was wonderful. But, I, but you know, had I been elevated, you know... Right. If you if you had been headlining out of San Francisco... Here's what I remember headlining. That was my age. And yeah. we started at the same time. Was was Kathleen Madigan... Felicia Michaels. Yep. Beth Donahue. Right. What? Oh, what's she her name? Like, Diane Ford. Oh my! Oh, she was older than us. She was older than us. That okay? We'll we'll get into the whole kerfuffle with the comedians. Oh, with, and oh, with Schumer and the lying. Yeah, or whatever the, the stealing or stuff like that. But um, I I look because part of me was like, okay, we're talking about premises and stuff. I'm like, okay, right, I yeah. I think I've heard these premises. I mean, it's it's no one. These were written in caveman, you know, like right. they're just okay. normal jokes was, about everybody everyday life. Yes, everyone okay. has written right. those. We'll, jokes. we'll get into that in okay. a second. But I did watch because I was just curious. I'm like, especially the dressing your man so that other oh, women. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I was like, <laughs> I love that. I have. I can't. Yeah. I can't tell you how many times I've heard that. Oh, a thousand times. And it's it's twelve hundred. It's almost like white noise. That joke is. Yeah. You know, like you could actually. It's a setup for the joke you wrote after it. it. Yes. It's it's you've written that joke. That's great. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Do you have anything that you've written in the last thousand years? But uh, again, we're not condemning anybody. No. (laughs) (laughs) Seems a little sweeping, but and it doesn't because there are amazing Kathleen Madigan jokes. There are amazing Wendy Liebman jokes. Yes. Those are not them. Well, those, those, neither of those were them, though. Neither, oh. That was, uh, Schumer. Pescatelli. And Pescatelli. Okay. Okay. But, okay. So we're going off the rails already. Let's, let's get back on the rail for a second. So I watched a bunch of Women of the Nights, like, a a bunch of old stand up. I was like, oh, yeah, these ladies, like, what happened to them? Diane Ford, Diana Jordan. Remember Diana Jordan? Oh, wow. Now she, uh, she was like, she would do well. It wasn't my style whatsoever. It was very much, ladies are you with that kind of a thing you know what i mean that are you ladies are you with me are you let's do this (laughs) you do have to find out you have to if you don't ask the ladies if they're with with you you, you're not gonna know right you could if you just said a sentence at them and or have you you need to tell the fellows to sit this one out as well (laughs) you need to let them know so they don't invest anything in the setup by the way the generic version of that is did you guys see this commercial why oh don't we God. assume that we all saw the commercial? <laughs> You're going to describe it anyway. Oh yeah, yeah, Stop yeah. Stop talking. So, so I, you know, a little of her, and then I watched um, a women of the women of the night. That was the HBO special, which okay. I didn't get. Um, that <laughs> they would have. I mean, it was a generation a little bit ahead of me. Yeah. But they also they also put you know they put Kathleen and right. Wendy on it and stuff. And I was like, you know, I I Kinda didn't start at the same time. You know, I was just wasn't. I wasn't in there. I wasn't yeah. in that pantheon, I guess. It's still frustrating to me now, even now. I'm like, I right. just stayed at this fucking grinder feature phase yeah, that, for the longest time. It's true, which which I know that that happens with guys too, but there's yeah. only seven fucking women. So yeah. if you wanted to put another woman on your 52-week roster, we were available, it turns out, they in 1997. six women. So. It's, <laughs> if that. And but, but, you know uh, the, did you know Kathleen coming up? No, I didn't. Never met her because they never put right, women on the you, shows together. Right. You met, I met her, her here. like five years ago, yeah. right? Yeah. I met her like seven years ago yeah i had never met her and people i have not been booked because people said you're i was too much like her really and i was like who wouldn't who who wouldn't want that twice oh yeah exactly yeah uh, first but, of all who wouldn't and, want a funny <laughs> wink? on so many levels do you think your audience is like uh, going wait a minute that's reminiscent of the comedian 32 weeks ago that headlined right. here right and kathleen madigan's act is entirely different from mine yes act. And, and you could have two great comedians that both speak like i don't know what else you guys have in common we don't have anything in. i mean no. it was but it was uh it was the mark ridley 
from uh, Comedy that guy Castle. Never booked me. He booked he, me once, and then he told me that I was too much like Madigan. If he was here, I'd throw something at his head. Because <laughs> you know what else? What bugs me? I, I if I have to hear one more male comic tell me how much the Comedy Castle is their favorite gig. Oh, really? The one that doesn't? He never would work me. Right. I MC'd there once, and he's like, eh. Yeah, you're not enough. It's not. And I, and I went into MC. Just so I could work there, and I was yeah. already like featuring in headlining shitty rooms. Yeah. Like, oh my god, that guy! It, yeah, and, it was, and it was the killer. fact that everyone else, oh, that's the best room. He's the greatest, right? That burns, doesn't it? Burn when someone goes, oh, that's such a great room, and you're like, you know what? Co- comedy works in Denver. They sent me to their Same open mic thing. She they, doesn't book me. Yeah, she's, she never they, did. They sent me to their open mic line. What the fuck? <laughs> I was like, oh, uh, no, I'm good. I just, you, and this is like five, six years ago. So it what? was five years ago, five years after my half hour special on Comedy Central. Wow. And I left a message on the open mic thing. And I was like, I can send you links and stuff to me doing oh my God. sets on television. I mean, I know I don't have a Letterman or a Conan or anything at the time, right? And uh, never heard anything back. Wow. Right. But, you know. If I, you know, wow, I'm well, mad you know, now. now. We're never going to not work those rooms. <laughs> it's true. It's true because we've named names. That's it, you guys. Wow. But you know what? If yeah. Mark Ridley called me tomorrow, <laughs> I did this one gig one time. Have you? I once, only once in yeah. the bajillion years I've been doing stand-up comedy, have I ever gotten my time cut? Yeah, I got my time cut. Wow. By I felt like I had been by knifed. Ridley. No, I oh. was at the Comedy Stop in Atlantic City. Oh, Bob Kephart? Right. He wasn't even there. That's so a... what it ha- what uh JJ Walker was emceeing so that he could really <laughs> so fuck up the show wrong immediately. With this already. Oh yeah. my god. Manny Olivara <laughs> was headlining. Who? Manny Olivara? You know I that guy? I know him. I don't think I know uh, him. Italian road guy. Th- oh, I think I've East seen Coast. his name, but I don't think I've East Coast met road him. guy. Perfectly okay. nice guy. Sure. Lot of ro- lot of ro- room work. A lot, right. lot of work in the room. Right. And um I was in the middle just doing a twenty. Yeah. And uh, Rontowski does it, used to do it all the time. I think it closed. But uh, I think sa- the Murphy bed closed on somebody. <laughs> you, you stayed in a room with the Murphy bed. You had to pull your bed down. No. I'm like, this is a fucking hazard. I could die here. I did not stay in a Murphy bed. I did. I did. Well, it was a different time, wasn't it? <laughs> Did you have your benefit. He talked to Mark Rid- Ridley. Put her in a Murphy bed. <laughs> Put her in a Murphy bed. She's not my squash. Not my style. <laughs> so, but I, there were two shows a night, like fourteen shows. It was one of these yeah. casino yeah, games, yeah, right? Yeah. So by Wednesday, I had figured out how to do it. Rontowski had sort of explained that what they want is they want thirty-five minutes worth of material in twenty minutes. Yeah. And open up, start out swearing like a stevedore out the gate. <laughs> oh my god! So by Wednesday, first show, I did it. Wednesday second show, the manager who had not seen me before said, "You seem to do all right, but I just got a call from Bob. He said he got a complaint last night from the other manager, and they want you to cut your time to fifteen instead wow. of twenty. And I felt like I had been—I never before or after have had my time cut. It was so humiliating. I felt wow. like I had been punched in the face. Wow! And I just—I was like. I almost started crying just because that's how I deal with stress. I don't yeah. know. And sometimes I cry. and But I didn't. I didn't cry. I yeah. just said, oh, I'm going to go pant over here and sit down in the mall because <laughs> it's the worst gig in the world, it's right? It's horrible, yeah. So paid okay. Anyway, but uh, okay, I'm flying yeah. home. I'm flying home. I get an email from the guy who booked me at the gig. And he goes, uh, and he had called me the next day and said, uh, Bob called me. I told him he was out of his mind. Don't worry about it. So I, f- I finish out the week. I do 15s. I leave. Uh, uh, two days after I come back, I get a call from the guy who booked me. And he goes, hey, Bob wants to know if you want to do the room again. And I was like, what? Kind of. <laughs> <I'd> already- <laughs> oh, my God. I'd already oh my forgotten God. what a damn nightmare it was. Oh my god! <laughs> right? It's the worst fucking gig in the world, and I'm like, why? Well, now I know what I'm going into. I can pack my own linens, you know, like whatever. He wants you back. Oh my god, that's All right. great. Maybe he won't hit me this time. <laughs> <gasps> oh my god! Wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what to do with that. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so Schumer, you want to talk? Well, well, let's, so I, Linda Smith. Do you know who she is? 
I know that name. She was fucking hilarious. Ugh. I don't know where she went. Right. You know, like when I was in New York, I didn't see her doing spots or anything, but she was a New York comic in the early 90s whenever the HBO Women of the Night. Like, I don't know what happened to her. She's I got two names funny. for you. And hold on, Henriette okay. Mantel. Oh, Henriette Mantel is one of them. Hilarious. Now, she's still she's working writing, stuff, I think. but she's writing. Yeah. yeah. But what about God. Sue Murphy? Sue was, she, she's a brilliant headliner. Yeah. Um, but she's not doing stand-up anymore. She was she's just a writer at Chelsea lately. Okay. I don't know what she's doing now. Right, right just writing. Probably. I don't know if she's on the But I'll tell show. you, she was one of the first, you Sue know. Sue Murphy was a motherfucker, man. She produced, she she blew the roof off the place. She did in like. Anything. 92, a 10-minute Star Trek bit. That I mean, no one else was doing no bits one. that long. No, and not about that stuff. It right, was, she was just a total anomaly, you know. And it, just it's so weird. funny. Like, I miss her. She wasn't her. super. Sue, call me. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't friends with her really. She wasn't like super friendly, you know. Well, I think Which she no has, one has this, to be. It's, no, no, it's stand up comedy. We all have like. I'm sure yeah. you know how you. Uh, I was telling somebody the other day. You know how you know Mark Maron likes you when he comes up to you and says, "Why do you hate me, Kevin?" <laughs> <laughs> He did that to me in 99. And that's what I said. Mark, it's not me. It's you. And he goes, oh. <laughs> oh, well then. All right then. Yeah, Sue was great. and uh, But she was, what do you mean? Like what happened to her? Yeah, like I, I like know. She should she have just, gone for, right, she, as a stand-up. Like, like I know she was headlining, but she should have blew up. You know, yeah, like Kathleen Madigan is really, really funny. Yes. And she can fill these theaters yes. now. And she yeah, can do yeah. these things. Yeah. Where you're like, there's at least a handful of people that are that should have right. should have done that. Right, you right. Not, Yo, Sue, for example. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sure. But definitely Sue Murphy. But definitely yeah. Sue Murphy. Yeah, yeah. She could play any room. Yeah, like 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 dirtbag. Her crowd work. Crowd work is good. Oh, crowd work. Yeah, her crowd work was Paula Poundstone. Yes, but her writing was was like pinpoint, like yeah. awesome. And she's also had this very cool demeanor on stage. You, you nothing would ruffle her. Unflappable. Yeah, I I emceed yeah. for her at Acme in oh, ninety two really? or ninety three, mm-hmm. and I remember. Uh, someone, I think I was like, well, I'm going to go get a soda. Does anyone want anything? She goes, yes, I'm the headliner. I would like, uh, I would like a Diet Coke, please. <laughs> and, uh, and it was the way she delivered it yeah. was funnier than, th- it was yeah. 30 times funnier than yeah. how I just said it. Yeah. And you knew that she was kidding. Yeah. Like you, she wasn't being a jerk about it. Yeah. She was just going, yeah, if you could just carry me to my elephant. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was like, that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. She was great. Yeah. That was part of a time in san francisco her and uh, warren thomas who uh passed away but oh. was I, he's like a he he i could tr- he's a cousin i would say comedically a cousin of patrice o'neill in okay. the way he dealt with the white people and talking to the crowd and and f- fucking freaking people out okay and killing and and just amazing just yeah. bringing them into the giant hug yeah, that made everyone more, uncomfortable and, and more and, no more likable okay yeah like he would get laid up. he's the guy that would get laid after the show <laughs> he's patrice's get laid brother you know okay but, yeah but, um he i think that's someone it's like I, I don't think a lot of comics know who he is and no that's, i didn't he I've was never... brilliant off the top of his head Man. really funny um but yeah okay so let's let's uh this is so uncomfortable right right because i think between the two of us we're friends with all of these people all all of these people all four of the comics there's well or at least acquaintances right yeah friends we would be friends if we ever hung out with any of them yeah and so we're friends now because we were just acquaintances and now we're becoming friends it's exciting yeah Yeah. and uh so uh so we're, we're talking about four people yeah it's well amy schumer right uh, who is being accused randomly for no particular reason? Um, Tammy Pescatelli, right. Kathleen Madigan, right. and Wendy Lehman. Right. Do you know that? First of all, allow me to digress. Wendy Lehman has no albums. Really? None. That's brilliant. It isn't brilliant because it's passive income, and Jackie Cation would like Wendy Liebman oh, to make some money yeah, in her yeah, twilight yeah. years. And also, She's, Jackie Cation would like to listen to Wendy Liebman albums. She just, you can get it. Oh, no, I was just going to say go on Spotify. <laughs> Wait a minute. You but, can't. But she, I don't know, that's, that might be smart because you can keep your, you, you keep to, working? Yeah. Yeah, I don't have to rewrite a lot. Anyway, um, so, okay, so here's what's, so I call you. Or right, yes. and I'm like, yeah. did you hear this thing? This You're thing. in the car driving to like some weird I'm gig like, down in Hermosa is... Beach or something. Redondo coming. Redondo, back. A, yeah, a, a, <laughs> like a hat shop. And... Uh, no, it's a bar with like fish, um, 
like caught fi- ta- taxon- taxonomy, <laughs> Ta- taxidermied fish hanging from the ceiling, and it's oddly a good gig. Okay. Oh, that is. So, um, but yeah, so I, I say, well, you know, uh, there's this ac- accusation. One of them is that, one of them is the Wendy joke, and the yep. other one is that um, the show, Amy's show, took a Kathleen Madigan bit, and I go, it's this bit where... <laughs> <laughs> and then I start describing the bit and you go oh, and I say, oh, I'm doing something very comparable to that <laughs> because, yeah, well, I mean, it was a bit the premise. The, the It's the same premise, which is that, which is everybody would that Oprah has hired someone to slap food out of her hand. Yeah, I say that I have hired people to slap food out of my hand. Right. But I only say that because everyone should know this. That's a real job. You can hire someone to follow you around to go, no. Sure. You can't eat that. Right. And I did. I actually paid someone. What? Yeah. I paid. Is that the like the worst OA sponsor ever? It was. It would. If, if I. I could probably use OA, quite honestly. <laughs> but I have never. Because I just eat all the food. Anyway. But uh, <laughs> I don't need to eat all the food. But I eat all the food. And. um but it's a real, it's a real Los Angeles crazy ass job. Oh, I didn't know that. Where you can actually hire someone, which is any number of people have have made that joke about that. And I think in the Schumer in the Schumer sketch, Oprah had hired someone, right? I can't remember. Whatever, but, but it but, was. But also, but I bring up Oprah later in the bit, and so Oprah comes up because she's yeah. in Weight Watchers. Uh, Slapping the food out of the hand is an image that has been there since yeah. the dawn of man. Yeah, I mean, it's an image I had today as the <laughs> the writer's assistant, uh, Danielle, g- gave us um, a, like a cookie recipe in a jar where you just – all the ingredients are in the oh. jar and you – and I, all I did was take the chocolate chips out of the jar and eat them. And so now there's just brown sugar in the jar. Right then I was like, somebody slapped this shit out of my hand. But um, – but yeah, and Connor Kellicut is a funny comic. He was doing that exact joke in like 2002. He posted a video yeah. of him at the Punchline in San Francisco doing it. Right. And you and Becky Donahue is a right. New York comic. So it's like it's not the most unlikely joke no. to think about. And if if quite honestly, that's for me anyway. That's mm-hmm. a premise. That's part of a joke. Yeah. It's yeah. Feel free to write a third act. Yeah. Feel free to yes. write yeah. Yeah. three more punchlines yeah. that go from that very. Yes. Kind of, it's an amusing, it's a smiley kind of premise. Yeah. Where you're like, oh, yeah, that sort of makes sense. Right. People slapping food out of people's hands. Okay. And, yeah, it's, um, not a, it's not a turn, you know? Yeah, like, it's not. That, that, then you start writing. Yes, yes. That's when you start writing. And, and you know, in, um, in Amy's sketch, that's the very end, I thought, really kind of flipped the whole thing on itself because the very last beat is somebody saying to Amy isn't isn't this justifying violence against women and then uh. it freezes on it and Amy's going uh so to me it was like it was almost saying all that shit you're laughing at this is what you're laughing at yes. and it kind of like it kind of you that's know, forced the that shit in your face that's the pu- that's which made it that's the twist of it you right. know and i will say this Amy Schumer Every single all of that Patrice joke that they accused her same about same fucking thing. The same. It had a third act. Yes. it had a whole thing about rape and about peeping toms and about yeah about creepers. It was just, it was it was, it was the, the same. same. It was like you're laughing at this, you're laughing at that. Boom, you just laughed at rape. So you know, it, it's yes. almost like she does the thing where she takes a, a, a an existing construct, which yes. is you know when you think about it, is not good for the woman in the in the scenario and she flips it over and shows you. Yes. And that's not stealing. <laughs> that is not stealing. You know what that is? That's making lemonade, man. That is making some seriously excellent good. Yeah. Because that's what, I mean, I, you know, I, I have this weird thing about the three main jokes that guys tell about their wives. And right. That's how I know what kind of wife I don't want to be. Yeah. And um, <laughs> so that's, but so in the course of that, I yeah. explain what those jokes are and they're not, there, I, I don't explain like the punchlines that those guys came yeah. up with. I explain the three premises. Yeah, you're you are doing the rare joke off of a joke, right? Where and all she's doing is she's taking a premise that other comedians have used, yeah. and then writing a whole other chapter, yeah, on top if of anything, it or a twist. Patrice just did it and left it like that, yeah. And she was like, it's almost like she's in the audience going, uh, <laughs> that one's right, yeah, you know? yeah, 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 and tag the fuck out of it, yeah, yeah. So I, I don't have. I, yeah, I don't have any problem with. Yeah, it's just it's it. Yeah. But but what it unleashed and and with was the, a weird storm with, the, of... with the Wendy joke. I mean, 
it's word for word almost the same. But that occasionally that happens. That my, totally. my only thing is I think that was a little careless and sloppy because you that's a joke when you when you when you think of it you're Wendy like doesn't have is, any albums this has got to be out here you <laughs> know uh, yeah. that joke it's 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 too it's one it step it's one turn it's one turn off of a phrase which is i want the man to pay yeah boom for sex like if you were to boom for sex and boom in the car boom 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 and take it into this really dark spiral <laughs> downward you know that's right, right, totally right. different but yeah. just that one prepositional that one... phrase off of it isn't isn't it, Did that feel thinkable. harder? More it's real? thinkable. Okay. A lot of us could think of it if we wanted to. Yeah. You know I, I, I did think that for sure. Just because parallel thinking. My buddy Dave wrote one of the first ever jokes about Barbie and Ken and the divorced Barbie. Yeah. Where uh, uh, divorced Barbie got half of Ken's shit. Yeah. That was the joke he yeah, wrote. Yeah. And he wrote it in 95, yeah. 96. And he heard that in Minneapolis, Dave Mortal, uh, uh, yeah, he yeah, heard yeah. that someone in LA was doing that joke and he lost his mind. <laughs> and I was like, hey, write another joke. It's a Barbie joke. Get over yourself. <laughs> Who gives a shit? It's a cultural commentary, Jack. It's a trope, man. And, uh, <laughs> he's I don't a great writer. He's a great joke. Oh, he's yeah, a great. Yeah. He probably has a temper, though, right? A little oh, bit, or uh, I don't know. I don't know him that well. I don't know him hardly at all. But. Oh my god! I'll tell you something about Dave. Mortal. I, I love guy. I love comics that get enraged about that shit. Oh, I, it is kind of well. And Dave loves rage. Yeah, he just. I mean, he loves rage until he's done, and then he doesn't care at all anymore <laughs> right, right, about right. anything. But Dave was the guy who who went from being an uh, open micer to headliner in I think it was two years. Wow. So he was probably 32 or 35 when he started. Okay. So he had some history and sure. stuff. But I'll he had tell stuff you something. to talk about. He had stuff to talk about. But I remember mocking him openly about yeah. how he uh, – uh, because he would do the one-nighters, right? The yeah. shitty $100, $200 one-nighters outside mm-hmm. of Minneapolis – and they were in stupid dive bars yeah. and people weren't listening. And he would get infuriated that they weren't listening. And I remember he came home one time and we were all just sitting around in open mic the next week. And he goes, you know, I, I just walked off stage. I told them, I said, you people don't deserve comedy. And I walked off stage and all of us just gaped at him. And then he, and then, so the bar, he said, then the bartender came up to me and said, oh man, I'm really sorry. And tried to give me the $200. And I was like, no. And I was like, no, no, now no, I'm no. enraged. Now we're all enraged. You don't turn down the, we all need the, what are you doing, Dave? I know you still live with your dad. What are you doing to me? I like that he was able to make the bartender feel sorry for him instead of chase him out the room. A classic. And that's, I used, after that story, that's good, I still call him Anastasia because he's a princess. <laughs> it's like hey princess the rest of us want that gig well who books that <laughs> um yeah like you know and i i've i've had many instances where bits of mine have appeared other places and i remember the time i called you oh yeah call- one of them appeared on stage with jackie cation yes uh jackie cation barely knew uh laurie kilmartin at the time and i had to call you up and what happened i was doing flappers claremont and uh no one does flappers claremont no one does that room but me no one does it like me throwing down in front of the nine people that had come to see because it was early days they're always nine good ones though they're, they're perfectly nice yeah. people and uh and it was years ago but um i did that joke about um using birth control yeah yeah i did your yeah yeah yeah, yeah i did you, the, the one about how, how you had your boy and yeah. i was like and then i i heard it come out of my mouth so you kind of riffed it or something yeah yeah, yeah i riffed it off the end of some other joke i was doing and i heard the laugh and i i genuinely felt a wave of shame <laughs> that washed over me and i looked at the audience and i said Lori Kilmartin, you guys. LauriKilmartin.com is what you want to go to if you want to hear that joke done correctly. Because uh, that's her joke. I am so sorry by the way, I had to call you. By the way, that joke is so old. When I tell it, I feel a wave of shame. So. <laughs> Write a new one. Okay. So, Such a good joke. Um, so, like, okay. I have so many different examples. But I'll tell you the one that parallels maybe uh, the Wendy okay. Lehman situation, which is I wrote a joke um, 
and and that it was a Mitch Hedberg joke. Okay. Okay. And it was, and I, it, as soon as I would, Josh Sneed, who was, who had, was opening for Mitch a lot, came up and told me, and this was years after I was doing it. And you had not seen had Mitch not, do it? Well, I don't know. I worked with him a long time. Previously, I'd worked with him. So I don't remember if I heard or not. But he was I, pretty prolific. I remember this when I wrote that joke. It was, um, cause I, I, all almost I guess all of my act is about my life. So I've I've always been like, oh I gotta wait. Like I can't <laughs> I can't write a joke unless I'm assaulted or something. You know, like oh why can't I be like these observational comics? Look at this oh, mic. So it great. looks like a dick. Mm, that's two minutes, right? <laughs> oh my god, that's I'm using that. I'm using the that. <laughs> as long as you say Lori Kilmartin. I <laughs> only do it at Claremont. Okay. Um <laughs> But I was like, oh, I'm so tired. Like, oh, I'm so tired. And so I wrote this joke that was just observational off the fray of off people saying, I don't care if someone's white, black, green, or purple, and how yeah. the, uh, the last color they end on is always a color that people aren't. You right. Know? And it's the joke was, you know, you should care if someone's purple. They're probably choking to death. Oh, right, right, yeah. That's a Mitch Hedberg joke. It's not. It's very close to it. He might use a different color, but he okay. comes to the same conclusion. Fair enough. So. Um, I, and I remember when I wrote that joke, I was like, this is totally observational. I'm changing. It <laughs> felt different from how I normally write. You're like, I'm growing as a writer. Yes, I am oh, growing. I'm so sorry. Oh, my God. I'm growing. I'm using Mitch's seed to grow. <laughs> yes, sadly, I'm growing. So, uh, you know, Josh told me I had done it on TV. No one said anything, you know. And um, Oh, wow. Yeah. So, uh Josh told me at a, we were working at uh, the River Center in San Antonio, and he comes up to me after the show, and he has this really sad like yeah. it's a it's a sad day when you have to tell a comic that you know isn't a thief that they're doing something that another you know it's yeah. like I got bad news oh, it's devastating <laughs> you're gonna have to drop honestly. something and yeah I I never did it again right. you know but I but I I was like fuck did I because I because I thought of it differently and it felt different when I wrote it yeah should that that I remember that's a flag and I wonder like did I bury that in my head and come up with it later I'll, right. I will never know right. um, but I'm just saying that happens it happens to the most diligent people it yes. just does it just know? does um, and it, if you you know you drop it when you find out when someone tells you go right. got it goodbye and I read I think I read the best defense of it was Baron Vaughn mm-hmm. I think Baron Vaughn wrote an excellent defense of Amy Schumer oh really so I maybe oh, I should have written it down. That would have been an idea. That's okay. Uh, but uh, I think it was the defense was essentially that there's no the people just can't face the fact that she's funny. They just can't. They just really? can't face it. They're like she keeps being funny. She <laughs> must be stealing it from someone. She keeps doing new and different things, right? Yeah. In these new and different ways, and quite honestly. She has a staff that writes the sketch show. Oh, she, and she a writes brilliant staff. A brilliant staff, and she's and part she, of. But they're yeah, yeah. And, and and then she wrote an hour of stand-up comedy, uh, in what three years? Right. So that's actually not that hard for anyone to do. I I mean I think a great yeah. comic, and I think she is. I think, but oh, and and then Mark Marin, yeah, did the defense of in the rant. Well, in the, there yeah, the there, so. You know, here's a th- imagine you have a year where you you wrote your show with yep. other okay, so you're writing your show. Um, Judd Apatow hears you on Stern and goes, Hey, you want to write a movie? Like, you can't say no to that. You can't say, I'm exhausted, I'm right. tired, I have an HBO special. Yeah, yeah. I'll write a movie. You and I'm, I'll star in it, and then I'll promote it. I'll right. go on Ellen. I'll do a chunk of material on Ellen. I'll do a chunk on Jimmy Fallon. I'll do a chunk on Conan. I'll let all these things eat up yeah. at all my material that you haven't already used in your show right. or the movie. Yep. And you still and HBO's like you want to do that. Well, you don't like you. You know, I don't think her shit's going to go away. But you never know as a comic when you can't. Yeah, you, you have to say, say yes. no. You, you have, have to, to say yes. It's like any gig. You go, yeah, I'll do it. If you have two spots at the same time, you take them both and you fucking figure it you out figure you it move out. one around you yep. say yes and you figure it out that's yep. what you do yeah and if all that's uh, people are offering you that you say yes and i'll work it i'll stay awake 22 hours a day if i have to yep. i don't give a fuck i'll right. get this done you take the work when the work is there yeah so yeah and i don't but i i loved the idea that that because some of this stuff is coming from this weird part of and Marin mentioned something about it too how yeah. these trolley dudes yeah that seem to i genuinely don't think they can understand that she's just going to keep being funny for a yeah. minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and she might burn out. 
and need to take have a lie down. Yeah. You know, a little Chappelle Africa moment. Yeah, I mean yeah. she might have to call it a oh day. Oh my god, for a yeah. And uh but I don't think it's gonna affect in the long run. No. It just means that she might need to lie down for a minute. Well, you know, it one thing that's really disturbing about all the coverage, like this should have been an inter or intra comic skirmish, oh, you yeah, know, yeah. where, you know, this gets posted and then there's phone calls and all that stuff. But um, she is, uh, Amy is a vocal opponent of, of gun use. Oh, right. She, she is helping her cousin, she's... the hated Chuck Schumer, hated by Republicans, Chuck yeah. Schumer. And so that she's also activate. Like, you know, when Breitbart news is covering a joke skirmish, like what the <laughs> fuck? Those guys are crazy. Wow. So it's, I didn't it's about that. <laughs> taking down a liberal and it's a, it's like, she's anyway, also pro choice and she's, she's very open and, about all that. And yeah. all the Paul of her politics. So it that's a that was a, a another awful. It, it reminded me of uh, what was done to Janine Garofalo when she was talking about the Iraq War. You know, oh, she was yeah they ripped her apart, brutalized. Yeah. You know, like she doesn't go online because of any of that. She just doesn't want to be part of it. You know, yeah. yeah. Um. So it was the same sort of it. It's it's that mentality. I mean, I know when I whenever there's a a mass shooting and I start posting about gun control, yeah. that's when I get crazy responses on Twitter. That's when those guys come after me. And otherwise they leave me alone. But right. I can't imagine having those guys who know nothing about comedy. They just want to fucking fuck you up as much as they can. <laughs> right. Start going after your comedy <laughs> and start making side-by-side videos. Like this has unleashed some people, I don't know. People with like weird uh, yeah. premiere skills. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like who has an Adobe suite? Yeah. And it's like yeah. you bought an Adobe suite just yeah. so you can be all fucking angry? When they start, they're going to start coming for all of us. And guess what? You know what? <laughs> We're not all that original. No. You know? Best of luck. Most of the comics who are parents fucking hate it <laughs> on stage right? because it's, loving it isn't funny. Right, you, the com the comedy has to come from the same. It, it comes from the same well, which yeah. is why people can relate to the damn stuff. Yes, yeah, yeah. It's it's really that was like really disturbing and weird, and uh, and scary and stuff. You know, and yeah, I that, can't imagine having so that weird. kind of energy just directed directly at you. Your name. Right. And plus, you know, whatever. Plus Photoshop involved. Right? Yeah. Like like you're just people being completely like focused and angry. Yeah. Like yeah, I don't I don't think it's it's yeah. kind of awful. And now now imagine you, you like they're taping a, a show. They're taping their fourth or fifth season right now. Yeah. How it's hard enough to create when no one's watching and right. no one's paying attention. You know, right. when you've when you know you're in the crosshairs of people that are that have, you know, logged every joke since the history of time and that are, are going to come after you. That's horrifying. That's, I, it's, yeah. you, I don't know what they're doing. They must have just put themselves in a protective bubble or something. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I don't have cable. <laughs> <laughs> you hear about the other, the other drama? The other drama was a comedy festival with the, with the yes. guy who was attacked. Yeah. 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 And so. Yeah, I'm a Minneapolis wait, comic. Okay, so you should explain it. So I should explain it. But there was a guy who was accused of uh, attacking a waitress and in Minneapolis at the House of Comedy in the Mall of America like three years ago, right? A comic? Uh, a a comic. comic. Okay. A comic had uh, essentially, you know, you hang out with waitstaff. Right. After the show, right. you, go to the, you go to their apartment and you party. I, I don't. But... I don't, but I used to like yeah. 20 years ago. I would hang out with staff. I never did. You never did? No. What'd you do? Just go home? I went I, I was addicted to America online. It was two ninety five an hour and I I lost my shirt chatting. I was I was chat I was an chat early rooms? adapter to chatter chat, chat rooms? rooms. I was yeah. That's yeah. hilarious. I, I, I love the chat rooms, but I, I had unlimited. I don't know why I had unlimited. Well, it became unlimited, but when it first came out, it was two ninety five an hour. Right. Do you remember that? Vaguely, my sister gave me her Mac Classic in nineteen uh, ninety. Uh, ninety, no, no, bitch, no, no. It was nineteen. It was nineteen ninety. Oh, okay, all yeah, right. It was nineteen eighty nine, nineteen ninety. Would have been ninety because or ninety one because she got a new Mac and I got her Mac Classic, which had two megs of RAM, two oh both God. both megs of RAM and the dial up, right? Yeah, and um, and she made my AOL. <laughs> My AOL name, which is still Jesus, because she thought it was hilarious. <laughs> and um, but I, yeah, I got, I got when I moved to LA in '97, brought my Mac Classic. 
Nice. And uh, I did some time in the uh, in the chat room. I had an early laptop. I had the Tandy 286 uh, laptop Tandy. I took with me on the road, and I had to, I took a separate modem. You had to plug yeah. in and plug into the phone. And right. It was, you know. Did you drive or you didn't fly with this stuff? Did you? I drove. I yeah, drove you everywhere. Drive. There you go. I drove so, across country. Yeah. There's nothing. There's nothing like a car for being the biggest person. If in you're the world. a female feature who's willing to work for three fifty a week, you can get. You seven can go weeks anywhere in you Chicago. Get, you can yeah. get anywhere. It's really beautiful, doesn't <laughs> it? Aspire to something out there, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So back so, to this. So, so this he's guy going back with the staff. He's go, he's going back with the staff. The staff yeah. all kind of blows it off, and they're like, "It's time to wrap it up." And everybody else leaves. He won't leave. And I guess they might have been making out or whatever. And he was, she was like, well, we're done. And uh, he's like, come on. Let's just keep keep it going. And, uh, and she's like, no, we're, I, I don't want to. And so I guess he pulls – and this is in the police report that he pulls his dick out and shoves it in her face. Uh. Well, I guess before that, he actually said out loud to her – it's my favorite line. He says, you should be happy I like you. You're just a waitress. I'm a comedian. Oh shit! Hackiest rape line ever. <laughs> anyway, um, but it was just like it was he. But he pulls his dick out wow. and, and he puts it in her face supposedly. And he said he told the cops he said that you know he's aggressive when he drinks. And the he was acquitted, completely acquitted. By the way, wow. uh, the judge in Minnesota said uh, because they were both drunk, it didn't count. Because it's 1967 in that man's brain. Yeah, and um, and then there was a sort of a big, like smear campaign of the waitress. The waitress no longer works at the club anymore. The the um, and the guy, you know, he comes and goes, and and it's it's yeah, I'm not gonna say his name because he he has lawyers and stuff like that. Yeah. But it's but he was in this festival, and all Minneapolis comics know this guy. Yeah, nobody else knows this guy. Yeah, because it he he. He paid one of those like online things to scrub his his record and stuff. Oh wow! You can hire people to, to yeah. sort of get get stuff off offline, and um, and so my friend is like, "Hey, I don't want to do this festival that I paid forty dollars to submit to do this festival." An entirely different issue. Oh my god! And uh, <laughs> so she writes an email to the festival going. My favorite part about this email, by the way, because it was very, very lucid and very sweet. It was just like, hey, this guy, I know he was acquitted, but, you know, I'm not going to feel comfortable. So um, I just I don't want to take part in it. I just I I assume you guys know that there was this problem with this guy. Um, I just I I don't think that I can do it. And so they called her and they called her and she's like, no, you got to email me. And uh, (laughs) I want this. Yeah, it's got to be in writing. Yeah. And so they finally emailed her and they go. Well, we understand, you know, we don't want to take a more any sort of moral high ground. They said they didn't want to take any moral high ground. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it turns out. And they really didn't. Uh, but the... Uh, I, I mean, I guess since he was acquitted, right? that's that they get legally, to Legally, they don't have to. And they, and they get to. But my, the, Can you say the festival name? It was the San Luis Obispo. No. What? San Luis Obispo. Oh. Yeah, San Luis Obispo. <laughs> yeah, Kyle can. Well, I, I actually have an agenda this because I'm in the middle of a quandary on this. About going at all? I'm supposed to be on it. And yeah. And then I saw this stuff come out and I've got all this weirdness about it. Well, it's, uh, yeah, because it was in, in Terabang. It came out about this whole thing. Yeah. Well, the crazy thing about it is that, so he's, the guy, this guy, yeah. was, he's friends with the founders, right? So mm-hmm. they've taken him off the Aren't list they now. always friends with the founders? Right. They're friends with the club owner. They're right. friends, they're friends, they're, they're friends. They're friends, they're friends. The, the, the club owner in Minneapolis, that Mall of America guy, he paid his bail. Fuck. And but the thing is, is the cr- the crazy thing is I loved my friend's email to the because the the underlying message of this email that she sent the festival was, hey, we're all gonna be drunk, we're all gonna be drunk, and he is a jackass when he's drunk, and I get a little mouthy, so I'm gonna be telling him, <laughs> you know, the underlying thing was like, I'll probably end up calling him out on it, and he'll probably end up taking his junk out. You know, I mean, she didn't say any of that, by the way. Yeah, all, yeah. But the implication was, hey, we're all going to be kind of screwed up. Yeah. And uh, cocaine, there'll be all kinds of drugs. And <laughs> I was like, really? What is happening? <laughs> what kind of festival is this? <laughs> Grammacation. <laughs> but it's just, I mean, I don't know. I mean. The guy is just he's he's aggressive, you know. He's just an aggressive dude, and yeah. and it's it's that's scary to be around somebody like that. Yeah, you, and and you know, 
comedy festivals are supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be comedy camp because there's no money. Taking like going after a waitress is also a power thing because he is way more power than she does at a club. He probably wouldn't go after another comedian. You know, I don't know. Maybe not. But I'm just saying that it seems. Well, this guy. And obviously, anecdotally, the guy, the club owner paid his bail. Yeah. He made the right choice, power choice. Yeah. You know? Anecdotally, uh, this guy, I've heard at least three different women tell me that he likes to walk up to a seated woman comedian, like you and I are right mm-hmm. now, and get too close so his belt buckle, his crotch, is right in your face. Oh, my God. And say shit like, hey, Jackie, how's it going? And then just shake his hips. What? Really? Yeah. Yeah, like just sort of gyrate in your face. Let's. Can you and I pledge... Fifty dollars each to the next female comic to bite his penis. Like <laughs> we will give you a hundred. We will bail you out of jail. We'll be your club owner. Or just a just a just a little karate chop to the to the crotch. Wow. Just kachunk. We'll bail you out. But it's just I mean, there's enough problems in life. Everybody. It's just like, don't be a jerk. We're all trapped in this business that we love so much. Please be nice to each other and don't lose your shit. It was I was trapped in that car one time, and some comic goes – I was in a car with a bunch of comics, and yeah. one of the guys goes, all right, so if you guys had to fuck, ask me, Andy Smith, Mary Mack, uh, and somebody else, if you guys had to fuck someone in this car, who would you fuck? <laughs> no. And I said, we are trapped in this goddamn car. Please do not. <laughs> go do this please what are you doing to me you're if killing you're, me if you're at the airport and you're all getting on different planes then you answer that question <laughs> but you don't answer it at the beginning of a drive oh my god right. you're just like this is exhausting timing <laughs> it is very keen stand-up comedy <laughs> what this guy's it's timing it's, very, <laughs> it's one of the keys um yeah so i uh i have a bit that's on my cd that I recorded in 2009. So the bit I was probably working from 2006 on, you know? Yeah. And uh, it's about um, how Old Testament God, you know, looking at Old <laughs> yeah. Testament God and saying he's drunk and then he's he's acting like a drunk. And then I have several Bible examples where it seems yeah. like he's drunk. Okay? okay. So I was doing that for a long time. It's on a CD. It's out. And uh, I was driving down the five from my parents' house to LA and I was listening to Julia Sweeney's uh, show as God Said Ha. Okay. And she starts the same thing, but right. it's God is codependent. Oh, okay. But the same scaffolding, you know, the same. Yep. And here are the Bible examples. Yep. And I had to pull over on the side of the road and go, oh my God. Oh, I'm like, okay, it's codependent. Killing me. It's yeah, different it's enough. Different. But then, so I keep doing my, I keep doing my chunk. And then, um, I'm at the uh, Hermosa Comedy and Magic. Yep. I do it. Somebody comes up to me afterwards. Hey, did you see Louie last week? Uh, no. It, he does the exact same thing on his drunk. show yeah drunk uh, and he used bible stories and i was like i like i know he didn't see me do it it's right. total parallel and yeah. anyone looking at the bible that's a an easy structure to go to yeah. is you know this this yeah this higher power is acting like a human blah 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 yeah. okay so uh and god seems like he's really drunk we, yeah fucking I, I listen i made a great point <laughs> comedically but I dropped it because I didn't want people thinking I stole it from Louie, even right. though I was doing it like five years before he right. did it and, on his show. And it's on your album. It and, is. It's like, right. it's, you know. But the but remember, the rule is for, for doing it ongoing, right? Yeah. It's like whoever does it on TV first gets it. Right. Yeah. So, I know. It's the worst so, rule ever. It's anyway. It's a dumb rule. It, it, that, it, all, all these things happen, and it really... You know, because I, I didn't want to, us to seem like we were blaming the comics that felt like their stuff had been stolen. No. Because it feels shitty when it happens. Yes. Even when when it's not a theft, it's still like, fuck, I got to drop it. Right. You know? Right. And, and, and what if you didn't even, I mean, sometimes you're like, well, I didn't even like, but now I kind of want to, yeah. 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 I can't, I, I can't think of an example, but I know that I have examples that, yeah. I've, that I've had to stop doing. And, and I'm just so, like, okay, well, anyway, fair enough. It happens. It's, it's, it feels bad. And it, it, that was such a horrible thing to have to read about because yeah, we, I, feel, like everyone I like everybody in, involved. I know. It was like, those are all fuck, professional no. comics yes. who aren't. And they're, they're, they're fucking not headliners to, and yes. they're great and there's not enough female headliners and, you know, right. like... And they're not prone to being hysterical. The industry doesn't let <laughs> there be enough female headliners. They're not headliners. being shrill. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. Being... It's just, you know, it was really messy and sad and it stuff. And, um, anyway. Yeah. 
Anyway. Okay. That's the end of this one. That's the end see of this one. See you later. Is this the end of this one? Yeah. All right. See you guys. Bye. So we almost left this episode without doing our comic of the week. Yeah. Okay. You got so, one? So uh, Ali Wong. Oh, I like Ali Wong. I love Ali Wong. Ali Wong is hilarious. She's hilarious. And she she has, I love comedy when it comes from an aggrieved point of view. And her her whole thing and every joke falls in line is she would like a life of leisure without working for it. <laughs> And that is the so through line of Ellie. Yes. Because it's, I don't see anyone else talking about that. It's everyone else is sort of like adapting to the new world where we all have jobs and we're all working and hustling. <laughs> we're all, you know, we're Uber driver, we're all this stuff. And Ali Wong is having none of it. She wants a husband to support her and so she can do what she wants. <laughs> yes. And her physicality on stage supports, like, she's just, she's really funny and she, it's, she there's genuine outrage. The way she hits her yes. words. That's yeah. Also, like her, her timing is funny, and the way she talks is funny. It's compelling. It's yeah. really good. It, yeah, yeah, she's great. And so check out Ali Wong. I think she's still writing on Fresh Off the Boat. Okay. Um. So hopefully writing doesn't take her away from stand up because I know that it. it yeah, she get a chance to. But she's really great. She must have. She must have a CD. But we do no background work. We're just like, right. we're just, who do I like? What do you like that lady? Who's yeah. Brandy Posey? You know, some, yeah. So well, she'll be next week's. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's right. So Ali Wong, check out Ali Wong. She's great. Okay. Now leaving Nerdist.com.